Welcome everybody, we are back to the Back Porch Podcast, you're here with your host Alex, I'm here with my friends Juice and Mello, how you fellas doing today? Blessed. Blessed, blessed, I got some shit to say, you feel me? A-okay. Blessed and shit. How, how you guys week been? I've been spitting hot fire like a Dylon. Hey, you have been rapping. Like Dylon from a Chappelle skit. Okay, Mello, good week? Shit, basically, we might as well start off like this, hey, uh... To everybody out there, um, I'm dropping the requirements tonight. Uh, I'm giving out scholarships this uh, this upcoming semester, uh, $500 scholarships. You know, if you got me on Twitter, DM me. Uh, yeah, we we finna get it off right though. You know, shouts out to everybody. Power moves, power moves. Hey, okay, sure. hey, that's, that's what's your, what's that's your Twitter name? Moves. Twitter handle. Uh, yeah, please drop that. God damn, what is it? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's like Melly two one Melly two one six underscore M to the E. To the L, to the L, to the Y, to the two one six underscore. Hit me up. Uh, yeah, we trying to do big things. Uh, get back to the community. Okay, shoot, I'm, I'm rocking with all that, all of that. That's good. Uh, so today uh, we're gonna go up. leading into that multiple hustles. Definitely, um, we're not gonna come and try and you know uh, give any uh, concrete information because we're still learning about it. But I believe it's an important topic to go over. Um, me, myself, uh, right now I'm just working a job like a regular person, uh, but I've been looking into stocks, um, and stock options, um, and using those not even necessarily as the end goal, but as a platform to look into other things, take, cause taking those dividends you can get from that and going into real estate, vending machines, um, all types of other products like investing in other companies uh i think those are important because as, as i've gotten out of school and it's been a short amount of time the realization of just working one job and working that only job and that being the only source of your income for the next 40 something years sounds pretty terrible what do you guys think what do you guys think yeah you, you can't your career job and this ain't nothing that i read or nothing it's just something that you can see your career job ain't really meant to keep you comfortable. It's really just meant to pay bills. You feel me? You need multiple sources of income to enjoy life. Money can't buy happiness, but it definitely is a shortcut to it for sure. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a shortcut for sure. So you need multiple incomes, and that's anything. Whether you cut hair on the side, do tattoos, do lashes, do bundles, sell wigs, sell shoes. She at this point make a t-shirt. Whatever you do, you feel me? <laughs> for real, like I got a, a streaming company on the side. You feel me? Do the Call of Duty thing, like people hey, be donating hey. stuff. Shout out to that. Snow button. <laughs> you hear me? Hey, okay. Uh, so you can whatever you got to do to get your hustle on, baby. Because at the at the end of the day, that job, that nine to five, bro. Like I ain't gonna keep it. I'm, I ain't gonna sugarcoat it, bro. Like a lot of us, this generation, don't like nine to fives, and, and that's rather okay. Not do it, and that's I, okay. I think, I think oh, we've God, no- that's okay. I think we've noticed the shortcomings and the limitations of it. Bottom line, I wasn't I wasn't born to pay bills and die. Like there ain't Absolutely. factory jobs running around here no more. Like you ain't retiring on no factory. Don't nobody even want to work in a factory for real. It's kind of like and, unless they working I, in a high end uh, uh, corporate office. And I would think that a lot of us who grew up with parents who did do, do those things, you've seen the effects they had. They've had on the bodies, the mind. Like my dad was an engineer, but he was a high level engineer, and they had him all over Mexico, South America, Canada, the other states. And he didn't spend a lot of time. We had a lot of money. We was good, but I don't remember having a lot of quality time with my dad. And whereas he provided for us, I think the lesson was 
that you should take these jobs and make the investments so that you can either A, retire earlier, or B, get more flexible with the job you want? Um, for me, honestly, I can't even really talk about multiple streams of income before bringing up, you know, financial literacy. You can't. It's, it's going to be real difficult for you to be able to put yourself in a position to make investments, to, uh, to fund your own businesses, to, to do all these things, to save all that if you are not financially literate. And, that, and people bring that up, and that doesn't mean like, you know, oh, put your money in stocks and bonds and do this, that, and the third. You legit, you legit got to, uh, like, minimize your bills. If you got, if you make thirty thousand dollars a year, and you have a car that's worth twenty five thousand, you're probably not doing what you're supposed to do. And I mean, it's fine to flex. Trust me, you talking, you talking to the nigga who flexed the most and did all types of unnecessary shit. Thirty forty right. days. I wasn't even speaking on that. I'm talking about the Camaro. <laughs> we talking, talking big flexes, bro. The oh. Camaro, the Mustang, oh, yeah. the Jag, like. I bought all hey, these cars. There's a lot of people who don't know about that, Jack. You hear me? I bought all them cars to try and like broadcast myself as living a lifestyle that I wasn't living. And now, now that I don't look like I'm living the type of lifestyle that I am, I, I have way more money than what it looks like compared to when I looked like I was balling. I think you've learned the importance of looking like you have money and having money are two different things. And looking like you have money doesn't get you anywhere. And that's the thing. I could look like I have money right now and still have money because of because of the, how much money I make. It's the it's how you go about it. It's for example, if you make forty thousand dollars a year, you don't have to spend like you make forty thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 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 not how it is. Like the more money you make, don't mean the more money you spend. And that's that's the big one right there. That that's the responsibility. Yeah. Like not spent not immediately raising all of your uh your expenses just to match your income level. And I, I ain't gonna get too much into my financials and you know, but You not you not a hundred K ball in mellow right now? Nah. Fuck no. <laughs> I wish I was. I can I'm getting there though. But like let's say there's a guy that makes seventy thousand dollars a year. I probably at the end of the month, I probably have as much excess money as that guy that makes seventy thousand a year, because he has seventy thousand dollar a year bills. Mm-hmm. Because I minimalized all my bills, you know, got rid of my car, no, bought a car straight out, and got got rid of the high ass insurance because I didn't go get that sports car again. Because I got me a roommate and we splitting our bills. The money I bring in at the end of the month, it looks like I could look like I make seventy thousand dollars because the amount of money at my uh, the amount of money I have to spend at the end of the month is that. For sure, mm, that's important. Pe- that's and smart. Pe- and for for sure, like people like especially people who ain't never had nothing, which is hard for me to say no spend it. But it's like once you start making money, the more money you make, the more you like I can I can afford this. I can get that Challenger. I can get that Mustang, I can get that Camaro, I can get that Escalade, and it's more and more up and up. And it's like, now your bill's getting higher and higher. It's, it's almost as if we become 
more frivolous with our spending, the more money that we get. You know what I mean? And that mentality, I ain't never had shit, so I'm gonna go get some shit. It's cool in the beginning, but to speak volumes on what you're saying, it's like if I'm making whatever I'm making, let's say I'm making fifty thousand, but I only got fifteen thousand, twenty thousand in bills. That's thirty thousand there to be saved. You feel me? Whereas exactly. That person who got who making seventy thousand. Probably got fifty thousand in bills <laughs> with only twenty thousand to be saved. You feel me? So yeah, they could look like whatever it is they trying to look like. They can look like seventy thousand, mm-hmm. but the actual you feel me liquid income that we can we can touch, I probably have more because of how my saving habit, my spending habits. You feel me? And that's what we got to get into when it comes to literacy. Like if you correct your spending habits, you can be rich. If you say ten percent of every uh, check you get until you like sixty or something, you guaranteed to be a millionaire. And that's just mm-hmm. off of. Uh, what you call that, bro? Uh, middle class off a middle class job. You know what I mean? Yeah, like bro. that's 40,000. So imagine what you're doing if you're making fifty, sixty, seventy, a hundred k. You know what I mean? Like I just feel like, and that's not even talking corporate, bro. Like I'm talking about for y'all who got these businesses and stuff. Like obviously you want to put revenue. There's capital and there's revenue. You you want to put that revenue back in your business and create that revenue, but make sure y'all stacking y'all capital, man. If you if you have a business, I implore you to. Look at the money that you are making and set a goal before you start giving yourself a salary. Mm-hmm. Like set a, set a goal that you want to make in your company. Reinvest everything. Like, and I'm not saying if you make 10000 to reinvest all 10000 but no. You want to make it a situation where you're investing a good percentage of it because you don't want to spend money like it's... Like you just have so much money. Yeah. It should, you should be looking long term. And I and I think it goes back to what you were saying where people when they first get it, they think like they get their first good job, they think that money's gonna last forever and that's not it. Mm-hmm. I think if this year start taught us anything is your job can be gone the next day. So having those and then get back to this, having those multiple ways to where, okay, if my job gets disrupted or I make this investment and it doesn't work out, you have other ways to be like, All right, I'm good. Yeah, and you have a savings where like, oh, I'm good. Like I can bounce back. Like I'll be straight. And we all do it. Yeah, I would say well, we were just having a conversation. I, soon as I soon as I started making more money and my life got better, the first thing I did was call Alex. Like, hey, I'm finna go get this challenger. Man, hey, that was a call. <laughs> and and the crazy thing is, I broke it down to him in a way where it didn't seem stupid because I could do it. But it's just like, okay, if I can stack up 10, 15 bands to go get this char- challenger straight out. I could I can stack that fifteen up and do something completely different, like to where you can come back and it can possibly make you twenty twenty five. Exactly, like just for an example, like uh, instead of going to get that challenger, I'm saving up to go grab this uh, this box truck. My brother runs a box truck in Cleveland. He makes fifteen hundred dollars a week running this box truck because it's his. He's an owner operator, and I'm just like, man, if I can buy one of those and have somebody else working for me. If I can find a contract that's paying fifteen hundred a week too, it's like, okay. If I get somebody seven fifty a week and I go, I pocket that other seven fifty, which uh, operating cost, all that other stuff, you you really be seeing more like four or five. But it's like, okay, on top of what I make right now, that's an extra two bands a month. Mm-hmm. Now you're talking. Yeah, now it's just like, okay, if I do want to go get that challenger, it's it's a lot easier to convince myself to do it because it's like I'm not losing anything. I got them sort them streams of income. You exactly. You, by, by not giving up the time by driving it yourself, you're making less money, but you're saving your time to where you can do your job 
and have that. Exactly. And then if shit ever get bad and everything, you let's say you lost your job, you still got that on the side with who I can take my you can take your time to find a, another job. And then find a good job. I can that buy you another truck. Want. I can mm-hmm. buy another truck. Yep. I, you can Keep invest in back. different things, real estate. It, it just like Alex said, like et cetera. It's so many different ways to make money, but you gotta start with being financially literate. You gotta start with looking at your income versus your bills and just be like, okay, where am I at with this? If I got a three hundred dollar car note and two hundred dollars insurance and my rent four hundred dollars, you know. You look up at your check and you just like, oh man, I got five, six hundred dollars every month, and not even. And then you take out food and gas and everything. You're looking at a hundred dollars. And a lot, of, a lot of people spend their money. I used to have. I ain't even gonna speak on nobody else. I used to have a real bad habit of uh, every time I would get a higher paying job, I would spend my money before I get it. Mm-hmm. So once I got it, it's spent because I'm going to do whatever it was I planned on doing. Yeah. So now it's like. To last the next, whether it was three days or eight days, even whatever the case may be, if it's one week or two weeks, if it's one week or two weeks, you feel me? It's um, it's already gone. So a lot of us got to do better with just a set balancing your checkbook. They don't teach that. I don't think in school no more. They yeah. don't keep it real. They, they don't, don't teach, teach financial that. literacy no, at all. Not at all. But um, like about like really learn how to balance your finances and your expenses, and that way. You know what you like, how much your money is allocated to bills, and then after that, you can literally take like, okay, I need to put this in savings. This will go here. Now you got a better uh, grasp on your financial situation. Yeah, I was trying to talk to this. Oh, I, really... <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. No, that's that's good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, in summary, uh, save your chicken, work on your mentals. Save it, don't choke it. <laughs> Bro, exactly. I, and before we uh, get to the next topic and stuff, I will tell, like, dude, straight up. Coming from a dude that had every fuck nigga car you can think of, I've had them all. I've had the drop top Mustang. You know, I've had the Camaro. I've had the Jack. I've, I've went foreign. I've done it all. Coming from that guy, I promise you, you can get more women if you got more money in your pocket versus what you driving. What you driving will get a woman's intention. Like it will get her to look at you and stuff, but once it come to like what you doing and stuff, like what y'all where y'all going and all this other stuff, if you ain't got it, it's gonna show up real quick. Like it's, it's gonna show up real quick that you ain't got it. Like it's, she might just want to blunt. And you ain't got it. The, you, the you facade be, will end very quickly, right? You you dudes be praying that a girl don't ask for some food because you know for a fact you ain't got it on you. Mm-mm-mm. Like <laughs> yeah, like think about yourself first and then like. Transition into what you want Cause I It'll come bro It'll come Right Word Okay Well uh For our next topic Uh we're gonna make a call back to last week's Uh super episode Uh Juice asked a very important question About How much sex Has control over a relation Very specific word play here mm-hmm. Juice can you lead us out Um Alright so Oh you feel me Last week we was discussing some things and I just feel like people downplay sex gets a bad rap, right? Like let's let's keep it a let's keep it a band. Sex gets a bad rap, although everybody glorifies it and idolizes it in a certain respect. You feel me? Like makes it bigger. It gets this bad rap because people like us relationships are more than just sex. Da 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 da. Ain't staying around just because the sex good. I don't believe none of that's true. No, I believe that good sex 
emphasis on the word that I'm saying. I'm saying sex, not just good dick or good pussy. This is for coochie for some of y'all out there that uh, don't like that, like the other word. Um, good sex, bro. Like good sex are really how you over there tripping, bro. Like you'll be like, man, she she don't know how to cook. She she got a license suspended. <laughs> <laughs> she she always spending my money, but she got her own. But but she can suck concrete through a frozen concrete through a, a, a Capri Sun straw. You feel me? Like, all right, I, I'm gonna put up with it. You feel me? You got, you got her number? I, I wish. <laughs> yeah, I, I talked to her. her. <laughs> what you mean? Yeah, shoot. We gotta. I gotta talk to her about something <laughs> for research purposes only. No, but seriously, bro. Like, I really think good sex is. is, is I done seen women, bro, go crazy, bro. Like, it's shows on television. On multiple stations about women going crazy because that nigga is fucking the shit out of them to be blank. Yeah. Like, you can, there's a lot of real life and media examples talking about this. And like, you got to notice the decision making of a lot of people be like, y'all are really choosing bad situations just because physically you're being satisfied. But ain't, but is that sometimes enough? Like, whatever, I'm not about to act scientific or nothing, bro. But what I do know is that sex and orgasm releases some type of little endorphin in your, in your brain. I think, I think it's, it's serotonin or something. I was going to say dopamine. Uh, could be that too, you <laughs> feel me? And uh, it's like a drug, I think it is a dopamine release. You feel I me? Mean, like, it's like a drug for real, bro. Like, so sometimes, it's, it, do it really matter if all the other shit that's going on? Like... Why you think? Why you think toxic women let her argue in person? So you really done with me? Like, can we just talk about it in person? Cause she want to put that toxic on you, man. Mm. Yeah, mm. that's 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 for everybody. The biggest thing I hear from people all the time, and this is how you know sex like carries relationships, is I need closure. Closure ain't nothing but I want to get one last good one in to try and confuse you, to try and get you back. Because one good round of sex, now you now you thinking, damn. What she did even really that bad? Like, do I really want to let this go? And do this, I, forever? <laughs> right. And it's completely off topic, but to his point of good sex, if you don't have a car, you better have some fire. And it's just for men and women. Like, it's, as a dude, if you ain't got a car and she got to pick you up, you better be dropping off some serious shit. As a woman, if I have to pick you up, hmm. <laughs> I mean, I mean, where, where you think the uh, jokes on Twitter came from? Niggas driving around in the AKA cars. I ain't gonna touch that one. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, but, falling out of nowhere. I mean, even even people, people just, snitch on themselves all the time without snitching on themselves. You just gotta listen and pay attention to what they really saying. Even outside of them, like, bro, like it be the niggas with no cars that be having the most hoes. I'm not gonna cap, bro. Like. The niggas, niggas don't be having a car to their name. These right. Or they do. They got an old school put up in the garage. Right. It's been in the shop since last winter. Right. You feel me? <laughs> and, but they driving a shorty car every day, and it's like, bro, he must be dropping world class dick on them. Mm-hmm. Right. We, we we went to Central, so I, these are not like these. These are facts. Like we've seen people. Like, like we ain't pulling this. Especially out of the in the meadows, bro. You've seen too many motherfuckers. Shout bro. out. To the meadows, and if you Shout if you the meadows, if the first thing that comes to your mind is green meadows, no, you're wrong. Shout out to the meadows, man. The threes, hey, what? the threes. <laughs> Shout out to the meadows. But, I, ain't, uh, I ain't even going. That's ooh, <laughs> but but think about how, think about how good sex really 
really affects her. I'm, I'm a, you feel me? I'm taking this back to Negalations, uh, verse one, uh, the book of Plies. He said, I know you caught me cheating. And you tired of me lying. I'm going to be honest with you, baby. I know I crossed the line. And you don't fuck with, you don't want to fuck with me no more, and that's fine. But before you go, baby, can we fuck one more time? You know how good the sex was for him to say, I know I done messed up completely. And I look like a dumbass right now. But can I just have a pinch, a smidget of some pussy before so, I go? So let me ask you a question. Go ahead. Because we, we all agree. That good sex can carry a, a relationship, no matter how sure. bad this, no matter how incompatible these people are. Do you think, or how long do you think a relationship can hold on just sex? Keep going. I was asking, I was asking it was a serious question. Like, how long do you think, like, good sex could? Can carry a relationship. For, a good or bad relationship. Sex. It don't even matter until they stop having sex. And I don't mean in that moment. I mean when their sex drive begins to go down and they begin to realize like all we're doing is fucking. And that's different for different people. But I done seen people be in marriages that ain't got shit in common, but kids and sex. Mm-hmm. And eventually that it weighs on you to the point where it's like, bro, what the fuck? What you even like to do? Ah. I I think I think relation I think sex can carry a relationship for until something else in life has to, has to come in this relationship. I.e., a kid. I.e., work, jobs, credentials, like stuff like that. Soon as it soon as shit get real, like I think like okay, now the sex is not gonna carry it. What's what the fuck? Like say y'all both in college, y'all both graduate, and. Great, great sex throughout college and shit, but now one of y'all can't get a job. Is that is that great sex really gonna keep carrying, or is it gonna start be like, all right, I gotta, I have to, I have to financially support this person. This sex is amazing. Now let me. As soon as you take a good look at this person, it's like, all right. This sex is amazing. She's a great. I mean, she's a she's a wonderful. I mean, she's terrific at. This sex is amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then, mm-hmm. That's what I think. Shit, like <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you really gotta, really be able to. Sometimes you gotta stop fucking. You gotta stop whoa, fucking. Whoa, and whoa. no, hear me out. You gotta stop and really be able to step back and look like, am I just here just to get a nut consistently? Because it's a lot of people's decision making where they they're just there. And they they will sugarcoat and lie and to themselves about the greatness of the person they're with consistently just because of the sex and the comfort with it or the fear that you won't be able to get something of this caliber down the line. There's a lot of people settling. Oh, that's that's uh... and, and you gotta you gotta you gotta stop. You gotta you gotta cut that off and and re- release both parties from it and be step be able to step back and be like, okay. Should we be doing this? Should we be together on this? Because if if it's not that, then you got, as an adult, if you're an actual adult, you're going to be like, this ain't it. You can probably find somebody else with good sexual compatibility down the line. 
but you you really shouldn't hold yourself to this one person just out of the fear that you won't. Like that's the all the all the extra shit, all the extra all the all the day to day piece should prioritize. Not, and 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 I'm not here to say oh sexual compatibility is low like anything, but it shouldn't be. Honestly, it shouldn't be any one thing, part of a relationship that gives you an entire excuse to ignore all the bad shit. It's a name for that. We talked about this. It's it's you in like a conundrum. It's called the it's it's a, it's called the angel effect. It's a, it's an actual term. If you look it up, it's basically at its rarest form. You find something that is great, attractive, or feels good. And you put that feeling towards everything else. It's called the angel effect. It's like if you see somebody pretty and you just be like, oh, they're a great person because they're pretty. And then uh, you're like, no, they're a fucking terrible person, but they're so pretty, you did you looked over that shit. Are you saying I'm a terrible person? Alex, you're a horrible fucking person. Mm. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> no. We ain't even knowing that right now. <laughs> I, I would like the audience to know that these are two of my closest friends. And only your friend and would tell you the truth. these niggas are really decapitating my character right now. Yeah, fuck his character, if you ask me. <laughs> I was saying. <laughs> wow. You do it no, to yourself. To the point that you made, Melo, like, <laughs> before we get too far into, like, the gumbo pot that that becomes, good sex can and does carry relationships. And instead of you, once you run out of the cupcake phase of it, like, ah, oh, this sex fired, and it's like, okay, this cool. You don't necessarily try to make up shit that they're good at. You just tolerate the shit they're bad at until you muster up the courage, especially for women, until they muster up the courage to go venture out and do something else, whether it be for them or just to replace them. So, and with men, the same thing. Like, men, we kind of got a lot more pride in them aspects. Um, and women know how to deflate that, but we're going to get into that in a whole another episode of how to- women can deflate Tolerate is a ego. name for our generation. Factual. And, uh, and to what you were saying, Alex, as far as, like, settling... I think in them cases, like how uh, Melo said, you for me, it'd be a lot of relationships that have nothing but sex. And those people who settling are desperately looking and searching, trying to dig and find something in this person. Like, I, I, it's just dawned on me that we've been fucking so much that I really haven't looked to see if there's anything else with you. Have y'all ever but been in that position? In a relationship, no. Like... In a situation, shit, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like a situation, for sure. Yeah. Um, Absolutely, and I will go no further into that. I mean, I had, when I was younger, for sure. Like it was, I was like, I, it's easy because it's easy to get in there. Yeah. Like how I look at it is, if the sex is fire, I'm, I'm affectionate, so you feel me? I'm big on that. So the phys- physical aspect of the relationship has to be above average anyway. So for me, it's like, all right, cool. And then you spend this time. Time is so big for guarded men. You feel me? Like because we don't. Let our guard down anyway. So it takes X amount of time for us to even give you a chance to connect with us. And once we let you plug in, you feel me? Let, once we let you get on the ox, like now it's like, don't turn the music off. You feel me? I'm not about to, you ain't really going nowhere. I don't, I'm not going to detach myself from you. We got this going. I already done let you in. My guard is somewhat down. It still ain't all the way down, but it's somewhat down. So I'm no longer settling because of the sex. I'm just settling because I like you around. Thanks. And I may still have. Other options, explorative activities, and, and whatever else over here. But you got to be here because I look at you as an anchor or something. You know what I mean? That's 
Because sex powerful. Sex is, the sex is, sex is powerful. Se- sex is one powerful motherfucker. Muscle. You Pressure. I've had, and y'all probably been in the same boat. I've been in a situation where I've had sex with a girl one time and I forgot her name and damn near her face the next week. And I've been in a situation where I've had sex with a girl one time and I still remember the sex today like it was Maybe yesterday. Mm-hmm. Like you can, you can go in your room and remember all that shit if you close your eyes. It's some powerful shit. Like, dope baby. <laughs> so I, we get into like the. All right, so personally, right, I don't like to, I don't really look at it as this, but I know people do. Like the soul ties and like the energy connections and all that stuff that is sex. People believe like, oh, you have sex with somebody and now you, they're a part of you and you're a part of them. I don't look at it as that personally. I, I don't know. No. It's just it's just a physical physical interaction. I think unless a, unless I actually care about the person, it's just a physical interaction. And, and like what we talked about earlier with the dopamine, there is a chemical explanation for why we fuck with good sex. Yeah. Like I, I like playing basketball, but it's yeah. just it's just a physical interaction. It's just something I do. And if if a girl wants to have sex with me and we agree it's just sex, nine times out of ten, it's just something to do. Sure. She likes sex, I like sex, it's a physical interaction. Now, if I care about this woman, that's completely different. But up up until that point, it's it, it's really just something to do. Great thing to do, but what about the the the, the blurred lines that are created or birthed out of situationships that are just sex? And I, the reason I say are birthed because it wasn't discussed, it wasn't prevented or looked for, sought after. It was just something that these lines begin to blur once you have sex. Umpteen times, you feel me? So what happens? What happens is when people don't understand why those things happen. I think it's a product of you're doing things outside of sex that give off a lot of affection. You checking in, y'all feeding each other, hanging out. You might wa- start watching movies. Then one person start going, "Hey, you cool as fuck." And the second you start having those thoughts with good sex, not nah, now nah, it becomes an issue. Now one person is like, damn, like why like why would I why would I go find something somebody else? You cool as fuck. You're not on my ass, not realizing that that's because of the standards and the situa- and the expectations that are there. But once you upgrade it to try and upgrade it to a relationship, it's it's different. And that can especially if the other person's not looking for that, it complicates things. I I think it's just, it's hard to have just great sex with anybody. And that's, that's the truth. Because at some point you realize like, all right, if I'm fucking on a girl and a woman, my bad, and she comes over every night because I, I like having sex. I, I'd have sex every night. And that's just my sex drive. So if her sex drive is I have sex every night, then you realize, damn, we've spent every night together this week. We spent every night together next week because we really enjoy having sex. And then you realize, like, damn, I'm spending a lot of time with this person. No matter how, no matter how um, a player you are, I guess, at some point, you get comfortable with the fact that this person is around. No matter how, no matter how you want to look at it. If you spend a month and you fuck a girl 25 times in that month, that second month, you're you're going to be comfortable with the fact that she's around. And slowly and slowly, that time is going to be a little bit more. And slowly from hitting her up at 10.30 at night to come through, you might hit her up at 8. You might hit her up at 6. It might be one of those times like, damn, I want to go to Outback. I ain't got nobody to go with. Are you trying to go to Outback? 
Now you accidentally on a date. Accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> accidentally. Yeah, because because you didn't you didn't identify them as a person like, oh man, like I care about you enough to feed you. I want I enjoy your company enough to be out in public and every like it's it's a lot of unknown things you think you don't think about when you're younger that come into play that you just think are harmless. Where it's like, oh you cool, like da 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 da. But it's 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 deeper than that. It's and, damn near impossible. Not yeah. impossible. I would say it's it's highly unlikely for you to be able to do it. Over especially over extended period of time. So let's talk about this then. So uh, I'm speaking from a male perspective because I only know it. That's the only one I know. So, as a male, you're doing all this stuff, right? There's no way in hell you're naive enough to think that somebody's not catching feelings. Y'all fuck 25 times this month. Or you went to Outback. Or you feeding each other. Any of that shit. Yeah, we, mm-hmm. we talked so, about this last week. That's, that's, why I'm calling, that's why I'm calling it back. So, it's like, is it our responsibility as men yes. to tell her, yes. no, we can't kick it? Yes. Okay, I think, so what I think about, it's a responsibility oh, no, no, on wait, both wait, sides. Wait, wait, wait. It ain't even about the responsibility on her side. It's about the human speaking, aspect of the man. I'm about to say, speaking from, like, we are, we are three males here. Speaking from a man's perspective, as a man, I can't speak on what goes on through a woman's head because, once again, I'm a mind my motherfucking business. For sure. But uh, as, as a dude, and I can speak for, for, like, other dudes because I know what dudes think and shit, you, ha- you have to be able to come to some, okay, let me step back because... But what if you don't want to? Like, like I'm, what I was going to address, bro, was the human aspect of men. Because we, we got can, the, def- we can we def- got feeling. So definitely it's like, get to that. You, you, wait, have to be able to, to, you have to be able to address it. That you, part. The, the elephant in the room, you have to be able to be like, okay, if I'm catching feelings, I need to talk to her about this shit. And if she ain't fucking with that, I just told her and I'm going to step back. If but she even catching if you're feelings... Not, and she is, but you're aware that she is. You should also say yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, as a, as a dude, and I know people like people say it a lot of times, like dudes don't, we don't talk about our emotions and stuff, blase, blase, and whatever, which is true. And that's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But as a dude, you got to, you got to, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't got to go cry to her or nothing like that, but you, you got to be able to sit her down, sit shawty down like, hey, you know, I'm fucking with you way harder than I thought I'd be. And, you know, I know you ain't on that. So... I'm gonna have to fall back. I love sex. It's great. It's amazing. But I'm gonna have to fall back because if I don't, then I'm a I'm a fuck around and uh, overplay my part. And I, I don't want to pl- overplay my part for nobody. And on the same breath is, hey, uh, you know, I've been I've been noticing you've been acting different around me because once a once a woman start feeling you on a different level, she will definitely start acting different because every shit that was funny before ain't funny no more. Mm-hmm. You being funny on Twitter ain't funny no more. You uh, you going you going out as much as you was going out. It just don't sit right with her the same way it used to. You Be- your because- excuses for not hanging out they hit different now. Be- because all the shit you, you sh- that got hurt, now you like oh this nigga out there doing for some other bitch. Mm-mm. Yeah. Just- so now at this crossroad, it has to be understood from both parties that it's okay if y'all have to walk away at this crossroad. Yes. Because what happens a lot of times is, especially for, for men who attempt to do the right thing, I guess, like, y'all both go into a situation, and I'm calling the situation on purpose. Y'all just fucking. Obviously, feelings grow. If they're unequal, yeah, let's say the woman catch more feelings than the man don't. You don't want to hurt feelings. 
So it's like dudes will stick around longer than they should mm, to yeah. save face mm. or to to you feel me? Because you don't want to hurt you don't want to hurt her. Because mm. at that point, what that argument turns into, you ain't never care. You let you play me, and it's like, whoa, we had an understanding up until you got to be able to take that. You right. got to be able to bear that, and that's that's yeah. the part. And it's like that's it what I'm saying. It's okay yeah. to walk away at that yeah. point, and even though that is the reality, I don't think it makes it true though. What? Just that. If the feelings are even, it don't make the guy a bad person, even though that's what he'll be labeled as. Yeah, no. Nah, and vice versa. If you, women walk away, they won't be bad. But it will be the reality of that situation. Yeah, though. you you got to be able to bear that. And you got to, like Alex said it last week, for your own peace of mind, you got to be able to bear that and just be like, you know what? I take this, whether then she get even more into me and later on down the line, I got to break this off. I'll break it off right. I'll break it off right now. I'll be the bad guy. If that's what it takes. Cause nine times out of ten, eventually, once the once all the anger and everything release and everything, and she that individual is able to coherently look back at the situation, they're gonna be I have to respect you. Cause they'll be like, nah, I was I was just mad. He really like like girls. We gotta give them more credit because if you do do those things nine times out of ten, they will. <laughs> No, I'm saying down the down this the line. Come on, it's funny as fuck. <laughs> down down the line, they will look back and be like, "I don't like this outcome, but I gotta respect what he did." Whose line is this down? Look, it's eventually. Okay. I didn't got a. I got you a couple optimistic. of those. I hear you. I got a couple. I of, man, look, man, I try and treat people like adults. Man. You think you, you think somebody who had an emotional response is gonna gonna take that and look back later on down the line and, and look and put logic into her emotion? Probably, probably in, compar- probably in comparison to the to the next person who doesn't do it. I got a beachfront property in Downaway, Cleveland. If you want it, shit. <laughs> 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 Man. Um, but uh, we got to wrap it up today. Uh, we got a couple places to be. We had a couple things happen today. Uh, but I think we got a good pod. Uh, the one thing I want to go over really quick before we get out of here. Um, I want to take a second to shout out everybody that supported us on that first episode that dropped last week um who everybody came out whole lot of good feedback um i'm gonna say this as a blanket i just said it to a bunch of people in text i know y'all probably have gotten the same thing uh i understand everyone wants to come onto the podcast and give their points and be a co-host and get be a guest um there will come a time where we will do those things uh but for right now let us rock entertain y'all um catch our flow and got, uh no get better places. yeah <laughs> and get better at our craft and get better at entertaining you guys each week but we will definitely definitely include our uh fans and uh listeners as we will um yes and once again you know uh coming up for the january school semester I will be giving out scholarships this year. Uh, once again, hit me up. Keep uh, keep a lookout for my uh, Twitter page. I'm gonna post, I'm gonna post it on everything for real, for real. Yeah, but, I, we'll uh, we'll 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 go on the page and uh, make sure we post uh, your Twitter so everybody can go follow you. If you haven't followed Melo right now, I really don't know what you're doing. But, yeah, you're missing I'm, out on some great content. But I'm a, especially I'm a, the ladies. He's still single. Like y'all y'all really got to make that move. Like, I'm telling y'all, I ain't saying time is the, limited. I ain't saying fuck the ladies, but all I will say right now is you know uh, I love y'all. I love everybody. Uh, you know, if you take anything from my actions, take away that. If you got it, if you blessed, then it's your obligation 
to bless somebody else. And that's that's real shit. Because who who are we if we don't help each other? Word. Word. And that's all though. I love all y'all. Y'all know uh I am single. Uh that ain't got shit to do with what I just said. Uh the Browns won today. Really? Yes, yeah, sir. All right. Uh, hey. So I am blessed. I don't want to know what the Chargers did. Never stressed. I do not want to know. Uh but um, remember, you easy, be uh, breezy, and beautiful. <laughs> okay. Hey, and shout out to Big Money C. If you don't know who Big Money C is, please go check the resume. You feel me? Uh, yeah, that's it. All right. Well, uh, this has been the Back Porch Podcast for this week. Uh, you guys be blessed, be loved, and have a good week. We will be back next week. We out.